the grace to enter. The grace of the Lord to enter. And I want us to start by this scripture in First uh, Peter chapter 2. Pastor Davis gave us this scripture uh, last Sunday. First Peter chapter 2 from verse 9. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, I read it from the message translation. He says, but you are the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you. From nothing to something, from rejected to accepted. Amen? From, no, no, no. Uh, I said from just that. It says, this is verse 10, yeah? Yeah. But you are the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instrument to do his work and speak out for him. To tell others of the night and day difference he made for you. From nothing to something, from rejected to accepted. The realization that you have been accepted. And the other some translation says, from having no mercy to have received mercy. Once, the moment you know who you are, that royal priesthood, the moment you realize who you are, that gives you that confidence in the Lord to be able to stand in the acceptable place that God has called you to be. Amen? And that's what we want to discover, the grace to enter. Because the devil wants you to be blinded. You, have, you want to stay, because he's very keen for you to stay there. But you know, it doesn't help when you stay down there. You might have missed it. You might have messed. But it, not, it does not help for you to stay. His intention is for you to stay there. It does not help when you stay there. Why? That's not your position. That's not your place. Because with that, you are hindered. You have guilt. You have condemnation. And what does it do? It prevents, it hinders you from doing what God has called you to do. And that's why from that statement, like I said, you hear that the problem of the world is caused by the position of the church. And that comes when you have that guilt, when you have that condemnation. You can't pray. Every time you want to stand and pray, you realize, I've missed. I have missed. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 5 to 7. I read from uh, the easy to read version. Ecclesiastes 10, uh, from verse 5 to 7. It says what? Here is something else that I have seen in this life that isn't fair. <laughs> it is the kind of mistake that rulers make. Fools are given important positions, while the rich get jobs that are not important. Listen to that. I have seen servants riding on horses, while rulers were walking beside them like slaves. <laughs> Can I read that again? Here is something else that I have seen in this life that isn't fair. It is the kind of mistake that rulers make. Fools are given important positions. Realize that it's misplaced positioning. The whole thing is about misplaced positioning. 
Fools are given important positions, while the rich get jobs that are not important. I have seen servants riding on horses, while rulers were walking beside them like slaves. Misplaced positioning. And that's what we want to address today as a body, but as an individual, that how can we reclaim that position to be able to have that confidence in the Lord and come and boldly before him to come and pray, to come and intercede. That's what I'm saying, the grace to enter in. The grace of the Lord to enter in. Let's read Genesis chapter 3 from verse 8. Genesis 3 from verse 8. I know I know this scripture very well. Sort of the, uh, during the cool part of the day, the Lord God was walking. This is probably easy to read uh, version. So during the cool part of the day, the Lord was walking in the garden. The man and the woman had him, and they hid among the trees in the garden. Remember before that, uh, of course, we know what happened, and the serpent, and then uh, spoke to Eve. Eve was able to bite into that, got the uh, fruit, and the husband who was there, the scripture says the husband who was there, he was able, he, she gave it to him, and he partook it, and that's what led to this Verse 8, he said, during the cool part of the day, the Lord was walking in the garden. The man and the woman had him, and they hid among the, among the trees in the garden. The Lord God called to the man and said, where are you? That, before you move there, it says, where are you? Which means he wasn't in his position. Where are you? Let's proceed. The man said, I heard you walking in the garden, and I was afraid. I was naked, so I hid. The Lord God, the Lord God said to the, to the man, Who told you that you are naked? Did you eat food from the special tree? I told you not to eat from that tree. Let's proceed. The man said, The woman you put here with me gave me food from that tree, so I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What have you done? She said, The snakes tricked me. So I ate the fruit. We'll, 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 continue, we'll read that verse later. But from that verse, from verse 8, you realize they did, when, when God was looking for them, for the man, and asking, where are you? And he says, I was naked, and we hid ourselves. I, something I saw in that scripture, we'll be able to read later uh, a verse there, but I saw the grace of God. Yes, they messed. They, that was disobedience. God had given them very clear instructions because what he was supposed to do about the tree of life. He had given them very clear instructions. But what happened? They disobeyed. You know the story. But I wanted you to see, to see something about God, about his amazing, amazing grace. Look at verse 21. The Lord God used animal skin and made some clothes for the man and his wife. Then he put the clothes on them. The Lord God used animal skins and made some clothes for the man and his wife. They have missed. But look at the first thing that God does. What does he do? He covers them. 
Sin exposes us. Sin exposes us. But look at the amazing love and grace of God. The Lord God used animal skins and made some clothes for the man and his wife. Then he put the clothes on them. Despite their disobedience, God still provided for them and covered them the grace of God. Of course, God pronounced some things after that, but look at his first reaction. He covered them. And then there's something that I saw there. He said, used what? Animal skins. An animal had to die. Where do you get the skin from? It's from animals. So an animal had to die. What is that? That's a sacrifice. That's the first sacrifice you see. An animal had to die for these, for Adam and it to be clothed. He said he Lord used animal skins and made some clothes for the man and his wife. That's the first sacrifice you see that animal had to die. And he clothed them. What is very interesting, that's why, that's why it's about the grace of God. There's nothing you can do of your own. Because if you, if you check, uh, if you can help me with verse, uh, from verse 7. Let's see from uh, verse 7 or verse 5. Let's start from verse 5. That's Genesis 3. You'll see something. God knows that if you eat the fruit from the tree, this is what the, uh, let's proceed. Verse 6. Uh, the woman saw that the tree was good. Verse 7. Yes. Then it was after they have part, uh, they took, partook of the fruit, he said, then it was as if their eyes opened and they saw things differently. They saw that they were naked. So they got some fig leaves, sewed them together, and wore them for what? For clothes. But when God asked him, he said, did they were what? They were naked. He said, they did it for who? They are, uh, verse 7, still verse 7. So they got some fig, fig leaves, sealed them together, and there's some translation says, they got those leaves by themselves and wore them for clothes. But what does God do in verse 21? Verse 21, he says what? The Lord God used animal skins and made some clothes for the man and his wife. But they had already had the clothes. He said from the fig, from the leaves. But the sacrifice from that animal. And God did it himself. Because we wonder where hap what happened to the other clothes that they had made from the fig leaves. But the Lord's grace. And that's why in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, I don't know if I gave you that scripture. Uh, but the grace, you have been saved. Not of your own effort. Not by faith. Ephesians 2 verse 8. It is the Lord who does it himself. The grace of God. Why are we talking about this grace? To allow us to enter. I mean that you have been saved by the grace because you believed. You did not yourselves. It was a gift from God. That gift from God about the grace. That will allow us to enter in. Let's look, look another uh, Luke chapter 15, verse 11, from verse 11. Luke chapter 15. Let's, let's get another story here about this amazing grace and the love of God. I want you to see something that will be able to give you that boldness and confidence to come in the Lord in prayer. 
Luke chapter 15 from verse 11, he says what? From the easy to read version again. The Lord, Jesus said, there was a man who had two sons. You know the story of the prodigal son. The younger son said to his father, give me now the part of your property that I am supposed to receive someday. So the father divided his wealth between his two sons. A few days later, the, son, the younger son gathered, gathered all, up all that he had and left. He traveled far away to another country, and there he wasted his money living like a fool. After he spent everything he had, there was a terrible famine throughout the country. He was hungry and needed money. So he went and got a job with one of the people who lived there. The man sent him into the fields to feed pigs. So he was hungry that he wanted to eat the food the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. The son realized that he had been very foolish. <laughs> he thought, all my father's hired workers have plenty of food, but here I am almost dead because I have nothing to eat. I will leave and go to my father. I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against God and have done wrong to you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son, but let me be like one of your hired workers. So he left and went to his father. Now look at this. Now look at this. I want you to pay attention. He says, while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him coming and felt sorry for him. That's compassion. Remember, this man has, if, if you read later the ending verses of this chapter, what he missed, I mean, he acted foolishly, and he even realized he was foolish. He was not in his place. He missed. But look at what the father did. Look at his reaction. While the son was still a long way off, his father saw him coming and felt sorry for him. So he ran to him and hugged and kissed him. Let's proceed. The son said, Father, I have sinned against God and have done wrong to you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. This is what I was talking about. That that's what you sense. That's what you feel when you miss it, when you have missed. That's the attitude you carry. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. That's how he's coming to his father. Verse, uh, but the father said to his servants, now this son has spoken to his father, but look at the reaction of the dad. He says, hurry, bring the best clothes and put them on him. What again do you discover here? A covering. He's talking about clothes again. He says, bring the best clothes and pull them on him. A covering. Sin, remember, exposes us. But the love and amazing grace of God will cover you. Amen? He says, best the same problem we had with Adam. God did what? Clothed them. Covered them. Now he says, hurry, bring the best clothes and pull them on him. Also put a ring on his finger and good sandals on his feet. Look at the next verse. He says what? And bring our best calf and kill it. So that we can celebrate with plenty to eat. What is that again? Sacrifice. Bring the best calf and kill it. So that we can celebrate with plenty. And that's my prayer tonight is that you can be able to sense that love, that love of God. That love of God. 
but he's stretching out. The father said he, said he saw him from, the scripture says he saw him from afar, and he was sorry for him. Some other translation says he was moved with compassion. That's the attitude of the father. But, remember, he had left his, his position. He had left his place. He went and rioted. Some, some translation says, actually, the brother, if you can go to verse 30, uh, from verse 29 there, if you can move to verse 29. Yeah, this is the elder son. He says, but he said to his father, now he's come, he's finding this commotion in the homestead. Look, for all these years I have worked like a slave for you. I have always done what you told me to do. And you never gave me even a young goat for a party with my friends. But that he says what? But then this son of yours comes home after wasting your money on prostitutes. This man missed. That's a confirmation. This man missed. He says you wasted your money on prostitutes. Then you kill the best calf for him. His father said to him, Oh my son, you are always with me. And everything I have is yours. When you're in the right place. When you're in the right place, everything. Sorry. And everything I have is yours. Verse 32 says what? But this was a day to be happy and celebrate. Your brother was dead, but now he's alive. He was lost, but now he's found. And that's the grace we want to be encouraged with tonight. So it can give you that opportunity to enter in and pray. Amen? Because we left that place of abundance. That's the father is telling the elder son. I mean, this, you have been here. This is where you belong. Everything I have is yours. This man, this young boy left that place, went away. He left that place, went away, and went and missed. But he says he was lost, but now he's found. He was dead, but now he's back. That's why he was, uh, that, that sacrifice was given to be able to accept him back into the fold. Back into the fold. Praise the Lord. And that's the grace. My prayer is, you see how God, because you are made in the image and likeness of God. When you learn about the grace, that has, that's how we ought to extend grace. That's how we ought to extend grace, church. In our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our schools. That's how we ought to extend grace. We're creating the image and likeness of God. That is the way God acted. The way we see the story from the prodigal son. Let's extend grace to others. Because that's how we get that opening, that avenue to be able to come back to God and say, you are my father. You see, the prodigal son, he, the attitude he carried is like, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. And that's how we, sometimes we come in prayer. You want to pray, but you feel like, oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. And that hinders you from praying. That hinders you from being effective. And that's why, I gave you that example. What Pastor David says, your prayers are significant. They, your prayers matter a lot. And that's why the enemy will use whatever to bring into remembrance sin to give you what? Guilt and condemnation. Because the enemy knows your prayers are effective. You are significant in the body. You are significant in this earth. And when the scripture says we pray without ceasing, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. That we ought to pray always. But when the enemy fights, when that sin and condemnation comes, 
you cannot be effective. You cannot pray. You have left your position that God has placed you. Your position of authority, position of those declarations. I'll be reasoned again, say that by planting, you're planting heaven. You're missing on that. And by that gap, the enemy comes in. And that's what we want to bring out tonight, even as we go to pray. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10, from TPT, talking about how we need to extend that grace. He says, every believer has received grace gifts. So use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many-colored tapestry of God's grace. That's lovely. Every believer has received grace gifts. So use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many-colored tapestry of God's grace. How do you get this grace? Yes, it's the Lord who gives. How do you get this grace? Humility invites grace. Humility invites grace. James 4, verse 6, TPT. Listen to what the scripture says. Because you desire, because you are here, and say, oh, uh, the I desire this grace. I truly desire this grace of God. I truly desire to be in my place, my position. He says, But he continues to pour out more and more grace upon us. For it says, God resists, resists you when you are proud, but continually pours out grace when you are humble. Humility invites grace. We have seen it is not out of your own working. You cannot work it out. It will be like the fig leaves, like Adam did. That one didn't cover him. He still told God, I'm naked. You cannot work out that. He says it is a gift from God. He says, but he continues to pour out more and more grace upon us. For it says, God resists you when you are proud, but continually pours out grace when you are humble. Does that give us any license for us now to say, oh, praise the Lord. Now I know as much as I've messed, I can mess. And does that give us a license to sin? The scriptures warn us against that. We cannot abuse God's generosity. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 12. Because I want to have, have some time to pray. We came to pray, so we will pray. But you have to be in a position to pray. The acceptable position of God to pray. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 12, TPT. Uh, this is TPT, yes. It says, God's marvelous grace has manifested in person, bringing salvation for everyone. Verse 12 says, this same grace teaches us how to live each day as we turn our backs on ungodliness and indulgent lifestyles, and it equips us to live self-controlled, upright, God lives in this present age. It's very clear. It's not a license to sin. This same grace teaches us how to live each day as we turn our backs on ungodliness and indulgent lifestyles, and it equips us to live self-controlled, upright, God lives in this present age. Do you have it in the Amplified Classic? For the grace of God, his unmerited favor and blessing 
has come forward, appeared for the deliverance from sin and the eternal salvation for all mankind. It has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness, irreligion, and worldly passionate desires to live discreet, temperate, self-controlled, upright, devout, spiritual whole lives in this present world. Amen? That's what grace does. That's what grace does. But remember, just remember, if you found yourself in a place, in out of place, out of position, it is not wisdom to stay there. That hinders your effectiveness in the kingdom. It hinders your effectiveness in your call. And there's a call to prayer. For pastor to come, Pastor Davis, having heard from the Lord, and that was encouraging. And to be able to hear from the Lord, even to encourage a church about that Psalms 35, there's a reason. That's why I'm saying your prayers matters. Your prayers matter. And having confirmed witness, even from another minister in South Africa, and we're able to hear the same that the Lord gave even to our pastor. There's a reason for that. It is never in vain. A call to prayer. But what hinders that? Sin, guilt, condemnation. And we get out of place for a call to prayer. And then the devil wants to do his things when we are not praying. And that's why to learn about the grace to enter. We learn about the grace. The loving, amazing grace of God. It's an amazing love of God. And as we were singing, we, he first loved us. When you realize that, my goodness, God loved us. That unconditional love that it was demonstrated in the garden, what he did to Adam, the story of the prodigal son, what the father did to the son. Yet, if humanly speaking, man is stead for that. I mean, you want to say, didn't I tell you? Look, look at the reaction of the father. I mean, if, if you see it in this world, someone is just waiting for you to make that mistake. I say, ah. I told you. It didn't come from the Father. It didn't come from the Father. He said he was moved with compassion. He was moved with compassion. That's how I want you to see God stretching his hands to you tonight and say, my daughter, enter in. My son, enter in. Be in your position. And then pray. Then you're filled with that love that you can triumph over anything in prayer. And you become effective in the place and in the call that God has given you. Don't be, don't be glued there, down there. It doesn't help. Yes, you are down. Does it help for you to stay down? I always uh, even tell my children, yes, you can, uneza kanyaga ganda yandizi, pillows of banana. But when you slide and fall, do you stay there? Pick yourself, dust yourself, and move. It doesn't help for you to cry over them. You won't do much. You can't accomplish much down there. But the grace, that's why the scripture says his mercies are new every morning. Have that in your heart. That's the heart attitude you need to have. That's the right, you need to have that right mindset. That's why you can come and be effective in prayer. And be effective in your call. Let's read this scripture, then we go ahead and pray. You can spend some time to pray. Romans chapter 6 from verse 1. In the message translation, from verse 1 to 5, it says, <clears throat> so what do we do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? Now that you know about the grace, I should hope not. If 
we've left the country where sin is sovereign. <laughs> How can we still live in our old house there? Or didn't you realize we packed up and left there for good? I love that. That is what happened in baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. That's the attitude you need to have concerning sin. That's why sin should never put you down. He says, when we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. When we came up out of the water, we entered into the new country of grace. A new life in a new land. Amen? A new life in a new land. That's the country of grace. That's our new country of grace. That's what baptism into our life of Jesus means. When you are lowered into the water, it is like the burial of Jesus. When you are raised up out of the water, it is like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we are going in our new grace-sovereign country. Amen? In our new grace-sovereign country. I saw something yesterday. I was just perusing through my Facebook, and I saw something by Prophet Tommy. I, I don't so much follow him. By something that he posted there, and I'm like, whoa, this is so good. Uh, one of in, the, in, in his timeline, he said, trying to hurt me by bringing up my past is like trying to rob my old house. I don't live there anymore. <laughs> I, li I like it. He says, trying to hurt me by bringing up my past is like trying to rob my old house. I don't live there anymore. I mean, you've moved. For those who are moving recently, you've moved from your old house. Then you go rob my old house. I no longer live there. I mean, it's... So to try to bring my past, then he's, he's, he's likening that to you robbing my old house. Say, I no longer live there. I'm no longer there. You have... We are going in our new grace sovereign country. We've moved. So when the devil speaks otherwise, when somebody tells you otherwise, hey, I moved. I moved. I'm in a new grace, sovereign country. That's the grace of God. Praise the Lord. That's the grace of God. Let's, let's, let's have that attitude in our hearts. Let's have that attitude. Let's have that mindset in our mind. Renew our minds to realize, my goodness, I've been, to call, I've been called into a position of authority. So you don't become like that. They say that's that's unfair thing that uh, in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes that we read. Misplaced positioning. Misplaced positioning. Don't find yourself there. But I pray that you'll be able to stand in your position and pray. So when you pray, you know you are effective. When you pray, you know it makes a difference. Because God has opened the way he did to Adam, the way he did. And that's why even he had to send his own son. That demonstration of that first sacrifice, but that animal skin. And the same thing that the father, the prodigal son did in Luke chapter 15. Demonstrating his love. Demonstrating his, the grace of God. That's what we, we are receiving even tonight. As we stand to pray. for your amazing grace. We acknowledge your grace in our lives. 
thank you, Father, that you have accepted us and you have boldness and confidence to come to you tonight. Even as we come to you in prayer, we put our trust and our hope in you. That you hear us, O oh Lord. We have confidence that you hear us. And as we ask you, Lord, when you have, we know you have done it for us. Thank you, Father. We're going to pray for three items tonight in the minutes that we have. We want to pray, because we wanted to pray for our nation, but the Lord put some things in my heart up concerning the family and the church. Before you pray, for, we pray for the nation. The family unit. If things are not right, if we cannot demonstrate the love in our families, father, mother, children, siblings, if we cannot demonstrate that love of God in our family, how can we pray for the nation? If we cannot demonstrate the peace of God in our families, how can we pray for peace in the nation? And that's what we want to pray for our families. We start from there. We cannot pray for honor in our nation, in leadership, if we don't have honor in our home. That's hypocrisy. That's hypocrisy. We pray. We want to come to believe God for our nation. Yes, we begin with our families. And we want to pray, heartily, from our hearts, to pray for our families. Then, the next item, if we finish praying for our families, we pray for the church. Like we realize, we have a position. We have a position. And we have been placed with authority in this nation. The church to be in its place. That's the church is the body of Christ. Pray for our families. The families, unity is okay. And the church, the body of Christ. That oneness, that unity, unity of purpose, and we'll be effective in the kingdom effective in this nation. Then we pray for our nation. Are we clear on those three items tonight? That's what we are measuring on tonight. We pray for our families. We pray for the church. And we pray for our nation. So we'll take time to pray. When I call you again for the thing. Then for, for, for the families, I'll ask Benjamin to, when we are done, Benjamin will come and pray for the families. And then uh, for the church, we'll ask uh, Elder Ruth to pray after we pray, after all of us have engaged in prayer. And then finally, I'll call Sheila uh, to pray for our nation. Is that clear direction? So let's, let's, let's all engage. Then I'll, I'll call upon uh, Benjamin to pray for the families. Once we start on that item of family, let's engage. I mean, forgiveness in families. Right hearts in families, honor in families, love in families, peace in families. We'll start there. Then I'll give you the next instruction for the for the church. So, Father, again, gathering in your name and coming in oneness of heart tonight. As we pray for our families, thank you, Lord, for what you deposited in our hearts to stand in the gap every family represented in this place. That as your people open their mouths and they open their hearts, oh Lord, to stand in the gap 
on behalf of the families. Father, may you hear the cry of our hearts concerning our families. In the name of Jesus. You can engage in prayer for families. Thank you, Lord. Benjamin, please. Let's all agree with him as he prays for our families. Father, we thank you tonight. We are grateful, Father, to be in your presence tonight. We honor your presence in our midst. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for being in our midst, our teacher, our counselor, our strengthener. You are the one who helps us to pray. We honor you tonight. Yes, Lord. We honor yes, your presence tonight. And yes, as, you are, uh, as we are in your presence, thank you, we thank you for utterances even to pray oh, where the families are concerned, you, even in this church and the nation and the nations of the world. Father, we thank you that you are the father of the family in heaven and on earth, oh God. In the name of Jesus, tonight we lift up the families in this church. We want to thank you that every family in this church, we want to leave them before you with a grateful heart. Thank you that the families in this church are being established on, your, on the grace of God. The love of God is found in our families in this church and the churches in this nation and in the nations of the world. We thank you, Father, that the love of God has been shared in our heart. The love of God has been shared in our families in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, oh God. The love of God is made manifest in our families in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for the practical love being, oh, being manifested you, in our families, yes, being, being, being manifested in, the, yes, in, our, in the parents and the children yes, and the Lord. children and the parents of God. Thank we you, speak Father. the peace of God yes. reigning in our families in the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus Christ, oh God. Thank we you, lift Father. up every family in this church. Oh, we lift them before you, Father, with a grateful heart tonight, yes, oh God. Lord. We thank you for the plans and the purposes thank of you, God yes, upon Lord. every family in this church. Father, we lift up them, these families thank and you, we cancel every Every plans of the wicked yes. one where the families are concerned. Jesus every man. plan of the wicked one, yes. we uproot every plan of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Every scheme of darkness formed against families, the families in this church, they will not prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. We pull down strongholds, we pull down every imagination and everything that exalts itself above the knowledge of the word of God in the mighty name of Jesus. We pull every stronghold of darkness in our families, in our children, and in this generation, the voice of the wicked one, we come against that voice in the name of Jesus and we declare where the families of this church are concerned. They are consecrated, they are separated for the works and the power of God. Yes, they have been Lord. brought into the family of God. Thank they have been Father. brought in the family of God yes. and nothing shall uproot them from yes. there. Father, because Jesus there is no one greater than you, oh yes, God. Lord. You are the greater one, oh thank God. You, you are the greater one, oh God. Yes, we thank you, Father, thank that about the word says, Lord, that greater is he that is in us than is he that is in the world. We thank, thank you, you that this is a victory that yes, overcomes Lord. the world, yes, overcomes Father. the world system, yes. 
a worldly influence yes. over our families. You, we Father. cancel it in the name of Jesus. Yes, the families in this church shall be influenced Thank by you, the word of God, yes, by Lord. the voice of the, of the, of the Holy Spirit. Yes, the voice of the Holy Spirit Thank shall you. be heard in the churches, in the, in the, in the families of this, of this church yes. and the churches in the, and, and the families in this nation yes, in the Lord. name of Jesus Christ. Thank we speak love yes. in our families, yes, O oh God. We declare peace where there's been trouble, troubles in our families in the name of Jesus. The love of God is manifest. The love of God, the agape love of God is manifest in our families in the mighty name of Jesus. This love bringing unity. Unity. We declare unity in our families in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare unity in the families in this church. Father, we thank you for your, your peace. Lord, your word says our places of dwelling shall be called peaceable habitations. Our families, we declare in the name of Jesus, are peaceable. We thank you that our families are a light unto this world. They are a light. There are cities. There are cities of light that has been raised up to be be light and beacons of light in this nation. Of the families in Victory Faith Church are an example. There is an illumination of the love of God. There is an illumination of the grace of God upon every family in the name of Jesus. We call upon the children of of every family in this church unto the kingdom of God. The children of our our children, Father, shall serve you, O God. They will not serve the purposes of the wicked one. In the the mighty name of Jesus, we cancel every scheme. We cancel every thought. We cancel every plan of the wicked one against our children. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare in the mighty name of Jesus, no weapon of the enemy fashion again as our family, fashion again our children that shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. For this is our inheritance, O God. Our children are our inheritance, O God. Your word says, O God, that we shall be saved together with our families, O God. We call the families of this church that none shall be shall go into the wicked way, oh God. But we call them born again. Our youth are born again. They are filled with the Holy Ghost. They are are light in where they are in the the, the schools, in high schools, in our universities. They are the light of the one. They are the light of the one. They are the beacons of light. In the mighty name of Jesus, they are filled with the Holy Ghost. They are strengthened in their inner man by the power of the Holy Ghost. They are filled with the Holy Ghost. They speak the word of God. They declare the testimonies of the word of God, whatever they are in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your grace upon our families, oh God. Grace upon our families. We declare grace upon our families. Grace, the grace of God has appeared to our families tonight, oh God. This grace is calling every one of them, every family, every family is being called by the grace of God into these masses of God, into the grace of God, into the plans and purposes of you, Father, in our families, oh God. We thank you that your word, your word is exalted in our families. Your word is exalted in our families. In the name of Jesus, this voice brings, the word of God brings down every mind, every thought, and everything that exalts itself above the knowledge of the word of God. Father, we thank you tonight for every family that is represented here, and every church member of Victory Faith Church, and even in this nation, 
that the word of God prevails over every action yes. of the wicked one in the mighty name of Jesus. That your plans and purposes upon every family yes. shall be fulfilled yes, in the Lord. name of Jesus. And nothing shall thwart your plan accord that, the, that you know, the word of God has shown us even tonight yes. where our families are concerned that the word of God prevails over every circumstance, Thank every you. circumstance. There shall be no poverty in our families. Yes. In the name of Jesus, Thank we declare abundance, we declare grace of God Thank upon you. our families in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank Father, we thank you. Thank we you, bless your glorious thank name you, for all that you've done for the families of this church, for the families in this nation. You, Father, Lord. we cancel every aspect of our LGBTQ in this nation. We cancel their plans. We yes. cancel. We liquidate every organization that is funding the activities in our schools. We liquidate them in the name of Jesus. We declare their plans as are null and void in the mighty name of Jesus. We silence their voice. Their voice is silenced in our schools. Their voice is silenced in our in our in our in our universities. Their voice is silenced on me in is silenced on the media. Their voice is silenced in every area in this nation and the nations of the world. Father, we declare your word where your the family is concerned. Because this is your will and purpose concerning the families. And Father, we thank you that your will prevails you, in the name of Jesus. Yes. We give you praise. We glory, give you glory yes. in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Benjamin. We want to go take a few minutes and pray for the church. The oneness of the body. The preaching of the uncompromised word of God. The courage in the men and women of God. And the works of mercy by the church that are effective, that can even draw many into the kingdom. You've had the testimony even from this church as a unit of the body, of the effectiveness even in reaching out the works of mercy, the elderly, the orphans and vulnerable children, the poor, and that you've had the testimony. So let's pray for the church. It takes a few minutes and then we'll call the elder to come and lead us. From our hearts to lead us in prayer for the church. So let's 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 engage and, and pray for the church. Faith Church, the ministry, Lord Jesus, that you have held together, undergirded by your very word. The Bible says that you uphold all things by the word of your power. Yes. Nothing else can build this house except the word of God. Yes, because the power to build is in the anointing of your word. Scripture says that the, uh, uh, every house is built by somebody, but the builder of every life is you. So tonight, O oh Lord our God, we are thanking you. The scripture says, but God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been we have been saved 
and raised, you have raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we declare over every member of this congregation a revelation, an understanding, insight and knowledge that they are not earthly, that we've been raised together with Christ. Therefore, our desires are holy. Our purposes are to please our God. That in the ages to come, the Bible says that you might show the exceeding riches of your grace in your kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Verse 10 says, for we are your workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This is our confession, that the body of Victory Faith Church recognizes their position. They are positioned above. They are positioned high. They are not earthly. They have already shifted, and we are living with our Father in Christ Jesus. So we commit this body to the workmanship of God to understand each one of us to know what is my calling, what is my placement, what is it that God, the path that God has prepared and made ready for each one of us to walk in them. And then the scripture will remind us, the Bible says that how wonderful and beautiful when brethren dwell together in unity. It's like the oil of Aaron upon his head, flowing through the shoulders and all through his garment. So we declare the unity of the body of victory faith. Right from our pastors, Pastor Carla, Pastor David, the leadership team, and all of us together, God, because we understand our positioning, we are not lured, we are not in disunity, we are not in strife, we are walking together in tandem, experiencing the graces of the ages to come that are already being released. So we declare in the name of Jesus that the body of victory faith, the eyes of their understanding is enlightened, that they know what is the hope of their calling, what are their riches in Christ Jesus, and what is the exceeding greatness of your power toward us who believe. We are those who believe, and therefore we call this body an overcoming body. This body walks in revelation of the word of God. This body walks in the love of God. That which you have spoken to us tonight, O God, the grace of God teaches us to hate sin. So this body hates sin. This body pursues righteousness because it understands that it's already been been made the righteousness of God. So we declare prosperity of spirit, soul, and body. And we declare that even as Benjamin has prayed, the families of this church, oh God, that form this church, they understand that when they walk in unity of purpose, then there is so much that we gain in the spiritual realm as we collaborate with the Holy Spirit of God to make the plan of God successful. We declare we are winners, we are victorious, we are overcomers, we are not defeated in any area. So we call Victory Faith Church an overcoming and a victorious church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you.
Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Yes, we agree. Victorious church. Amen. And last, we want to go and pray for our nation to be encouraged before the peace in this nation that they'll be building and prosperity in this nation. This is a sheep nation. Then pray for the leadership of this nation. Honor in leadership, like we've encouraged in scripture. Honor in leadership and priorities of this nation. We don't want to, a nation to go into waste. So pray for that peace so that can be building and prosperity. And let's pray for our leadership in this nation. So take time and, 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 and get in there and let's, let's believe for our nation. Father, in the name of Jesus, we do thank you for this great nation of Kenya. Lord, we thank you that you appoint every nation. You are the creator of heaven and earth. Yes, and so we said, thank you. even as David wrote down and said that I lift my eyes up to to the hills from whence does my help come from lord we know our help comes from yes, you oh lord, lord. You, for vain is the help of man lord we trust in you yes, we lord. put our entire dependent trust on yes, you father. because you are trustworthy you, we have seen you deliver this nation yes. from great a danger oh lord time and time and yes, over lord. again you, so lord. therefore we put our trust in you oh lord yes, father. that father god the plans that you have laid out for this great nation they will come to pass. Mm. They will be fulfilled. Yes, For we know your plans are great in this nation to yes. establish this nation. Even as you called out this nation yes. as a sheep, sheep. nation and yes, not a Lord. goat nation. You, as God. you called out this nation as a uh, spiritual and economic hub. Yes, and Lord. as you called out this nation as a springboard for yes. the gospel you, to God. go throughout the nations of the earth. Yes, so Lord. we declare that this word is established Thank in the you, name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, even as Jeremiah said, behold, I have yes. put my words in your mouth. Yes. This uh, see, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms. Yes. So we declare this word over Kenya in Thank the name of Jesus yes. that we root out and we pull down, down. Yes. we destroy and God. we throw down yes. every idol yes. everything that has been set in opposition yes. against the Lord anything that has been erected as a dagon, yes. anything that has been erected by the hands of men yes. anything that people have put and exalted yes. as God we throw it down, we Thank cast you. it down in the name of Jesus yes. we uproot roots of even poverty in this nation, yes. cycles of defeat and failure yes. in the name of Jesus, we are root those in the name of Jesus. And we say that Kenya, you are the planting of yes. the Lord. You shall be an oak yes. that is established as an oak tree is yes. in the name of Jesus. For we build and to plant for the kingdom yes. of God to be established. Yes. For the kingdom of God to be advanced Thank in this God. nation. Yes. That our the name of the Lord our God shall be exalted. Yes. The Lord our God, your glory will be seen manifest in this nation. Yes. As you build this nation up, Lord, as you cause, as you pour out your glory in this yes, nation, you, Lord, you will be exalted. Yes, you Lord. will be magnified. Yes. And all nations shall see what you are thank doing in you, this Lord. nation. Yes, For Lord, Lord, you look 
over us from where you rule in heaven, yes. gazing into every heart yes. from your lofty dwelling place. Thank you you observe all the peoples of the earth. Yes. You, for you are the creator of our hearts, yes, and Lord. you consider and examine everything that we do. You, Even if a king has the best equipped army, it would never be enough to save him. Mm. Even if the best warriors went to battle, he yeah. would he could not save uh, simply by his strength alone. Human strength and yeah. the weapons of man are false hopes of victory. Mm. They may seem mighty, mm. but they will always disappoint. Mm. But therefore, we cast our eyes upon yes, you, O Lord, Lord, because you save even the weakest worshiper who yes. loves you, who has the fear of you, O God, in their hearts. Thank so you, let your love and steadfast kindness overshadow us continually, yes. for you. we trust and we wait upon you, O God. Yes. For we know, Father, that which you have spoken shall not fall to the ground yes. because you spoke these words. Thank you spoke you, them in, in time and yes. therefore they will come to pass Thank in the name God. of Jesus yes. because your mighty right hand is working it. You have wrought even this nation. Yes. Father, we thank you because the heart of the king is mm. in your hand. And like the course of water, you mm. turn it. So yes, we ask Lord. you, Father God, to thank turn God. the yes. heart of our king thank in the Lord. direction that you would for Hallelujah. him to lead this yes, nation. Lord. Father, give our president divine thank wisdom. Yes, Lord God, that he will walk in the wisdom of God. Yes. That he will make decisions based on the wisdom of God. You, that you will have the fear of God established in his heart. The Lord God will not be a uh, he will not fear man, but he will fear you, O oh God. You who put him and placed him in that seat of authority. Yes, Father, Lord. we thank you, Lord, that your fear in his heart, your reverential fear, yes, the spirit of the reverential fear of the Lord shall be upon him in the name of thank Jesus. You, that he will hate to do evil. He yes. will fear to do evil, but he will only delight. His delight shall be to please you. His delight shall be in doing your will. And therefore, Father, we thank you for even the people's around him, him. The Lord God, you put godly people who can speak faith, who yes. can speak the word of God, who can encourage his heart, who can encourage him to be bold and yes. to speak for this nation's righteousness. Yes. Father God, because you said that a nation shall be established, Lord, in righteousness. So yes. therefore, this nation, nation, we decree it that it is established in, in righteousness yes. so that this nation will prosper, so that this nation will be built up for God. Yes. Even shall be uh, that your plans for concerning this nation will continue to unfold and yes. to be manifest. Father, Lord, we thank you for every tire of leadership. Yes. Lord, that God, that you will cause unity amongst thank us, Lord. Yes. That they will speak of or with one voice Voice, that they will speak for this nation, yes. that they will put the, uh, the interests of this nation first in yes. the name of Jesus. You, and therefore, Lord, we thank you for putting in a new spirit within them. Lord, that you're causing your Holy Spirit to overshadow them, to cause them to be able to yes. be quickened by the power of the Holy thank Spirit, you, yes. to even to do, to do uh, to lay out plans and to be able to do projects you, that Father. are going to yes. cause this nation yes. to be prosperous thank in the you, name Father. of Jesus. Yes, we take a hold with your word, yes. O God. Thank we you, decree Lord. that this nation is prosperous yes. in the name of Jesus. Jesus name. This nation is for signs and for yes. wonders. This thank nation you, shall Jesus draw name. even great men yes. to it because of Jesus the prosperity, name. because thank of the Lord. wealth, thank because you, of the vastness, yes. of the greatness of the wealth of our God. 
that is in this nation. Father, we thank you, Lord, even where there has been untapped resources, Mm. that, Lord God, you are revealing them. You are showing them forth, oh, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you are even giving divine um, strategies, even on how to do uh, business, Lord, how to um, do trade. Father, we thank you for the divine strategies of heaven, Lord, invading this earth, invading this nation, that it, that your will may be done here on earth, even as it is in heaven. Father, Lord, we are calling the kingdom of God on the, upon this nation, that, Lord God, you, our Father, will rule. We declare the lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ in every sector, in every area, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for the precious blood of Jesus covering this nation. We speak for the protection and the safety of this nation. That indeed, this nation shall be protected and kept by God in the name of Jesus. And I want us to decree uh, Psalm 35. We'll pray it out together. So let's go. O Lord, fight for Kenya. Harass the hecklers. Accuse the accusers of Kenya. Fight those who fight against Kenya. Put on your armor, Lord. Take up your shield and protect Kenya. Rise up, mighty God. Grab your weapons of war and block the way of the wicked who come to fight Kenya. Stand for Kenya when they stand against Kenya. Speak over Kenya's soul. I am your strong savior. Humiliate those who seek Kenya's harm. Defeat them them all. Frustrate their their plans to defeat Kenya and drive them back. Disgrace them all as they have devised their plans to disgrace Kenya. Blow them away like dust in the wind with the angel of Almighty God driving them back. Make the road in front of them nothing but slippery darkness with the angel of the Lord behind them chasing them away. For though Kenya did nothing wrong to them, they set a trap for Kenya, wanting Kenya to fall and fail. Surprise them with your ambush, Lord. Catch them in the very trap they set for Kenya. Let them be the ones to fail and fall into destruction. Then our fears will dissolve into limitless joy. Our whole being will overflow with gladness because of your mighty deliverance. Everything inside of us will shout it out. There is no one like you, Lord. For look how you have protected the weak and helpless from the strong and heartless who oppress them. Amen. 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 You can rejoice. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to many people. So we thank God for this nation, a righteous nation, like what she loves prayed, righteousness in this land. Amen. So thank you very much for all of us uh, pressing in, praying for our families, our church and our nation. Amen. So we believe and be confident that the Lord has heard our prayer. In that place, in that position that God has called us to, we believe God has heard our prayer and we shall stay in that position. Amen. Amen.